Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number 27 for the month of April. I'm excited for today and I want to begin by saying a huge thank you to all of you who sent birthday wishes for yesterday. Um, that was a huge blessing. Somebody even sent me a, a bag of coffee with the dark side on it. It's a dark roast coffee, which I'm excited to get into. But I hope every single one of you is having a great morning so far. Maybe you've already got your cup of coffee in hand, and I hope that you're ready to hear from God's Word. Today we're jumping into Matthew chapter number 7. We're going to read verses 1 through 5, and they're so rich, they're so good, and they're often misunderstood, so I'm excited for that. But I also want to tell you, we are still doing the Live This Love course that's wide open for all of you for absolutely free, not charging you anything, and what this does is it takes you on a 90-day journey to live the love that Jesus asks of us. You've probably read 1 Corinthians 13 before and you've seen it and you've been like, oh my goodness, love is powerful, love is broad, love is holy, love is rich. And it's our desire not just to know about the love of Jesus, but to put it into practice. Because in 1 Corinthians 13, but especially in Romans 13, it tells us if you love this way, you fulfilled the entire law. And so if we focus on loving the way that God desires us to love and we allow him to birth this love in us, we will live the lives he always created us to live. And so if you're interested in taking that challenge and devoting these next 90 days to see this love developed in you, make sure you click the link in the description. Well, let's jump into our chokhmah or our wisdom for today. And we're going to start in Matthew 7, and we're going to read the first five verses. And so here we go. It says this, Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye? But considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Wow, this this pricks the heart, right? Now, it's amazing how much verse number one is taken out of context. And so let's jump into that. We're not going to go deep into it. Um, but here, Jesus is not saying not to make moral judgments, right? He is. He's already told us we should make those moral judgments. He's not saying don't have court systems. He's not, he's not saying any of those things because those are established in Scripture already. What he is condemning is a hypercritical attitude. He's saying, hey... If you go around always pointing out other people's faults, and we'll see that the Bible in the next few verses actually confirms what I just told you. I'm not just making this up. But if you go around just picking at everybody else's flaws, he says, beware, because you're going to be judged by that exact same measure. If you say that somebody else should live this way, guess what? They're going to come back at you and say, hey, you're not consistent. You were poking at me. How about you clean up your own life? That's what he's saying here. Verse number one and two, he says, for how you poke at other people and criticize other people, it's going to come right back at you because this is what I've discovered in life and you've probably discovered this as well. Everything I criticize about other people, I can find in myself most often. And even if it's in its rudimentary form, I can find it in myself. And this is why he goes into verse number three and four and he says, okay, so you see the moat in your brother's eye. You see the tiny little splinter in your brother's eye, right? And you criticize it and you say, man, how dare they have that in their own life? But then he goes on and says, but you don't even consider 
the beam that is in your own eye. Just imagine a two by four in your own eye. And he says, well, how are you going to say to your brother, hey, hey, let me just get my tweezers and let me pull out the little splinter out of your eye. Yet there's a wonkin beam sticking out of your own eye. And if you picture this in your mind, it seems silly. And that was what Jesus was trying to do. He was trying to show them how hilarious How ironic this is that somebody with a beam sticking out of their head is going around with tweezers trying to take little splinters out of everybody else's eyes. You would look at that person like a moron and say, if you're trying to get a a, a splinter out of my eye, first take the two by four out of your own, right? That's what you would be thinking. And that's exactly what Jesus says in verse number five. Thou hypocrite, you actor, first cast out the beam that is in thine own eye, and then you'll be able to see clearly to cast the mote out of thy brother's eye. So he didn't say you're not allowed to cast motes out of your brother's eye, but he says, first, you got to take care of yourself. And that's the same thing that verse one is trying to show us. Don't judge, because if you judge, people are going to look at the beam in your eye. So first, take care of the beam, and then you can help your brothers and sisters in Christ out. Don't be that hypercritical Christian who finds things wrong with everybody else, but misses all the things wrong in your own life. Do you see this anywhere in your life? I mean, I can't, I'm not going to try to pull moats out of your eyes. I don't even know what moats are there, right? But myself included, we need to stop this morning and ask God, God, have I been so focused on other people's faults that I don't even see you trying to pull out beams in my own heart and in my own life. I believe that if every Christian focused on pulling out beams in their own hearts and their own lives, we would be a better country, we'd be a better world for it. Because then after we pull out the beams out of our own hearts, with pure motives, we'll be able to go to our brothers and sisters in Christ and lead them along, not with this hyper-judgmental attitude, but with somebody who says, hey, I've been there, I've gone through that, God has had to work in my heart and pull these things out. And let me share with you how much better it is when the beam is removed. Can you imagine that? Well, I hope this was a blessing to you. If it was, feel free to leave a review on the Apple podcast as that does help us get discovered by more people who could be blessed by this. I do want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons, to all of those of you who like these and share them and review them. Man, you guys are amazing and a huge blessing to me and to the Everything Church Pro community. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you tomorrow.